first official uh, podcast for Kingdom Talks, also tied in with Orange County Revival. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, I'm Kayla Delgado, and we're here with Caitlin Nix. What's up? Um, Talents include speaking, music, guitar, singing, photography, videography, Basically, one of God's head honchos for creating. I don't think they'll ever stop creating. And um, we're going to learn and be blessed by this person today. So, do you want to say hi and introduce yourself really quick? I mean, you said it. I feel like, (laughs) no. (laughs) No, yeah, no. Hi, guys. I am so pumped. Um, These are are literally dreams coming true um, in this first episode. And Kayla is so fun. So I'm so excited to chat with you today and just kind of share a little bit. God has just been putting so much on the table. And I think he's literally just saying like, will you come up and grab it? Like feast, bro. Yeah, literally like, will you come dine with me? And we're like, yeah, we will. And that's why we're here doing this podcast. Yeah, we're two of many. Like we mob out. This is just one plus one right here. Um. So yeah, let's pray really quick and then yeah. let's get started. Um, I'll just pray first. Cool. Uh, Papa, Papa God, you're so good and so beautiful. <laughs> just guide us and um, inspire and just steward um, our words and our thoughts right now. They're all yeah. from you. Thank you that we have the mind of Christ. Um, yeah, just bless this time. Thank you that we're just two friends who enjoy each other's presence and we just mm-hmm. have a really fun time doing ministry um, in your name. Yeah, we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, let's talk about the first time you ever dreamed with God. Yeah? Ooh. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Just tell me the first time. Because I actually really don't know. Yeah. You tell me. Right. Um, well, I think the first time I felt permission to dream with God. Because growing up, I didn't know that you could dream with God. You know, I thought, like, you read the Bible, that's it. That's what you do. You pray. Christian life. Yeah, American Christianity. Hello. Um, (laughs) And so I remember it was, I had been living in England for four months, and I came home. This was right before I moved to Seattle. And um, I was laying laying in my bed, and I just heard the Lord's voice, heard the Holy Spirit, and he just said, um, will you dream with me? He literally invited me in. He said, will you dream with me? And I was like, in my head, I was thinking, what? what? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, and he's like, share your dreams with me. Literally share your dreams. And so I remember it was like super late and I was falling asleep. And I literally like fell asleep telling God like my biggest dreams. And now that was, I want to say three, definitely over three years ago. No, no, three years ago. And... I maybe three years ago and I was laying in my bed and I remember from it's so crazy because from that time till now I've watched like all the dreams I spoke to God man like become real and so just knowing like scripture is real when it says like the desires of our heart like he places the desires in us as we abide with him and we walk in the will of God and we we seek his face and we delight in who he is Mm -hmm. then his dreams become our desires and so um yeah I think that's like a marking moment in my life where I felt the freedom to dream with God and know that like he is the dream maker mm-hmm. and we as his kids get to just run with him. Mm-hmm. So, What do you think 
Um, because you said like, oh, like haha, American Christianity. Because mm-hmm. you've known Jesus even before, like before that, before you were in England. Because you went for Bible college, right? Yeah. So you knew Jesus even before, <clears throat> even before you went there, but um, and like your personality is just it. You just are like a a dreamer naturally, mm-hmm. and so was there like a a moment I know you heard God but was there like a moment where you like had this merging revelation of like oh this is like who I am this is who God made mm-hmm. me and like I get to do it with him too now because you were always a dreamer right right and so yeah yeah just like what would what would be like the difference or like maybe some like cool um things that you dreamed about before you even knew Jesus and like yeah they were like carried in like you got saved and like this is actually or like photography you've always been into that yeah and so that's always been like a dream right and like how did that change or like alter like when you you like heard God say oh like what does it feel like to do photography yes Jesus like stuff like that you know totally yeah so in that I think in that moment I when I shared the dreams with the Lord it was like I was moving um but in England this is kind of like I heard the Lord's voice when I was in England say, I'm going to take you to Asia. And so that was in November of 2015. And I went to Nepal uh, June of 2016. So only a few months later, um, he took me to Asia. And the whole trip was like him. And I remember it was in Nepal. I was there for two weeks. And it was one of those trips where like literally I would be walking through the streets and I would catch myself smirking. Like, you know, like when you're so just like in the present moment and you like almost look down at your own smile and you're like, I've been, how long have I been smiling for? Yeah. You're just (laughs) so happy. And, um, Nepal was one of those places where I went and I filmed for two weeks straight. I just filmed everything because I was so enamored by what I was experiencing and we were seeing healings left and right we were seeing you know we're meeting people and prophesying over their lives and watching them just flip out at the just accuracy of God you know and the intentionality of God of like he knows me like there's a God and he knows me and he wants to know me and he wants to have a relationship and so I saw this like that was the first place where I saw what I did through creativity filmmaking and storytelling pair really well with missions and there at the time there wasn't any missions organizations where I was seeing them do that where they would you know people would go out and literally just story tell for two weeks and then come back and share it with the western world to say look God is doing this you should join in you know or like do you want to be a part of this because God's going for it and so I came home from Nepal and I put together um Every single day, I created a video for each day. So I had like 15 videos by the end of the trip. And they were like daily vlogs, basically. But it was like a storytelling account of like, this is what God is doing. Um, And I think that after Nepal, I came home. There's something shifted inside of me where I came home and I no longer could dream little. I could no longer um, doubt of like the possibilities with God because I saw him do the impossible. And I knew that it was at my fingertips and it was like the only thing that was going to stop me was either myself or those around me. And, um, I just knew like God can't be stopped. And so I don't want to partner with that. I want to run, I want to partner with him. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of where I saw it first. Like, you know, just spit. Do you want to talk about some of the dreams that are coming alive right now? 
that are just like shaggy shaggy they're like shaggy shaggy any dreams right now yeah you're, you're literally probably the biggest dream right now hmm. and so you're just really activated like the other day god was speaking about how creativity um just like unlocks a bunch of things in spiritual warfare and like those who are creative understand him the most because that's he literally in the beginning god created right he's a creator yeah yeah, i think you're literally one of the biggest dreamers i know so yeah just i mean i know you we hang out like every day (laughs) but what like for the podcast what's yeah some stuff Cool. Some hot topics of Orange County. What's going Come on? on? What's up? Yeah. Well, I think that this ties into what you're saying about in Genesis. Um, this was something the Lord... Recently, a friend came to visit me from Paris, and she yeah. shared with me... Yeah, she had shared, yeah, I just finished reading this book, and it was all about how art was the carrier of the gospel during the Renaissance era. And I was like, where is that book? How can I get it? I need to, literally like I need to read it tonight. I still don't know. I still don't know the title or the author. No, she's busy in Paris. You know, eating baguettes and at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, no, she's she's American. Yeah, but Julia, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. Um, We're not packing. No, 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 no. We just want to know. We just want to know. But basically, she said that, and it was about how in the Renaissance people could not read or write Latin, so they literally painted massive murals they painted massive um you know paintings onto church walls and mosaics and and all of these things so that people could see what the gospel was they it was a visual learning of like here's a picture of jesus dying on the cross him raising three days later um you know that renewing our lives and now we get to walk into eternity and so when she said that though just that phrase art is the carrier of the gospel it it gripped me in a place where I was like, God, what does that mean for me? That's true. What does that mean for now, you know? <clears throat> and so I started praying every day um, this kind of like desperate prayer of, God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but however you're going to do it, make my art a carrier of the gospel. Yeah. Like, because I'm not creating art or I'm not creating videos or photos that say like, Jesus died for you on a cross three, you know, I'm not saying the gospel, um, word for word, but I'm, I'm literally praying and believing that the spirit of God will breathe on what I'm doing so that when people are watching it or when people are reading my post on Instagram or watching my Instagram story, that they're experiencing the spirit of God, um, living through me. And so, um, with that, after she had spoke that to me, I woke up a few days later and I felt like the Lord said, I want you to go back to the beginning. And I, okay, okay, what beginning? And he's like, the beginning of my word. And so I opened up to Genesis 1, and I read through it. And I got to a portion of when he he makes man. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he creates all of these things, right? The seven days of creation. And and he says, they're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. And he creates man, and he says, is very good. Mm -hmm. And And it got me thinking in a creative way of the creator, looked at the very things he made and he and he knew without a doubt they were good mm-hmm. and he looked at man and he said they're very good very good, very good. <laughs> <laughs> and i found it, immediately i've i thought of the correlation of that creatives for myself and i know for so many creatives the main struggle that we have is believing our work is good oh my gosh say that i was that's full isn't that circle. insane full yeah, circle yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i'm thinking oh my gosh, this all makes sense. Like, no wonder I struggle to even think anything I create is good is because 
I'm not looking at it through the eyes of Christ and I'm not looking through through the reality of that. Anything I create has the spirit of God on it because he created me and I'm living in the image of God. And so I started from that day forward, anything I would make, it didn't matter if it was like a Instagram post or it was a um, 10 minute video. I would literally look at it and say, this is very good. I just started speaking it over it. Like, this is very good. And I, and I found in that same week and over time as I was creating was that literally, I truly believe the most dangerous, and you'll see what I mean by the word dangerous, person on this planet is someone who believes over themselves what God believes over them. Right. That's, that's they're, freaking gospel right there. Yeah. They're oh. unstoppable. And it doesn't matter what man says. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what failures you've you've done. And scripture literally says in 1 Corinthians 13 that love does not count failure as defeat. Wow. And so that means failure is just, it's just a means to like keep moving on. You know, it's not this like, dang it, I'm ruined. Yeah. I'm defeated. It's literally like next step. Let's go, God. It's like a wise man falls down six, gets up seven. Yeah. And I truly believe God is saying that over the creatives of this, of this generation. And he's saying like, will you believe over yourself what I believe over you? And will you believe what you create? How I, how I believed over what I created. Obviously, we're not creating the world, right? Right. But we are now in Christ, and so the things that we do is a representation of who he is. Right. And so I, that's another thing about excellence, right, and, and creating things so well um, and being empowered by the Spirit of God, inspired by the Spirit of God to, to create. So That's really good. Yeah. See, I just got blessed by that. So I know <laughs> people listening to this are going to get blessed by that. Yeah. Um, side tangent, when we were, when we were, um, the other day, when Meredith was here, and we were looking at the videos, and I kept, like, I was, like, ooing and aahing over, and I was, like, oh my gosh, this is setting me free. Legit, I was, like, I'm gonna try and articulate for the sake of the podcast. It was, like, um, so visuals in general are, like, just so influential, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, really pinpoint if it was, like, bias of, like, I know you, like, oh, I know that girl on the screen, right. you know? But I think that there is something about, um, yeah, just, like, the captive, captive nature of, like, so when God, in back to the Genesis thing, in, like, all, in, in Genesis 1, he, like, he'll say something, he'll speak something into it. He'll look at it, he'll analyze it, and then he'll put a roll over it, and then he'll proclaim it is good. Yeah, And he, wow. does, he does that for everything. Yep. And so, in the same way, again, tying into what you were saying about looking at our own um, creations, just in general, like, I'm just trying to go full circle, like, right. our pro- like just asking God, like, hey, like, what's your process? <laughs> yeah. And him being like, wow, you want to know what I think? And yeah. Us being like, Yes. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Give me the mind of Christ. And yeah, and um, I think watching the videos of Norway, it was there's something about like being able to understand what God was thinking, mm. and so that's why that's what I meant by like oh, that's gosh, so that's cool. Because yeah. what it essentially we were just looking at clips of your your drone beautiful going yeah over, like really beautiful sea and mountain right. And His so creation. I I know there's gonna be some people who are like, what do you mean that set you free? Or, like, when you hear the story of, of the the Bethel artist who, like, they paint and it, like, heals people. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. 
just that's so incredible yeah yeah in Norway um I went to Norway for two weeks and I went with two girls who are wildly creative and just after the Lord and um my one friend specifically Meredith I told her I said she's a photographer and she does film as well and I, I said Meredith I want this trip I want to come home with the best things I've ever captured That was literally like a prayer over the trip was, God, would you let me capture the most beautiful things I've ever captured before? And would would you let me come home and tell a story I've never told before? And and it was the reality of Norway. It's so crazy because that whole trip started out with a dream. Speaking of dreaming big, like literally in the night had a dream that I was in Norway. And yeah, like um, basically it's super wild. But in January, um, I felt like the Lord told me, over this year Norway Nepal Australia and I shared that with my friend Meredith and she freaked out it was like no way God told me Norway Nepal and Australia and so we just kind of laughed it off but we we actually we laughed but we being who we are we just love like the childlike simplicity of we whipped out our journals we wrote down Norway Nepal Australia and we signed both of our names in both of our journals at the bottom knowing that 2018 we'd do it and um, not knowing when, not knowing how, we don't have the finances, we just believing and um, shut the journals, didn't see her for like a few weeks. We go and get coffee and I tell her, hey Meredith, I had a dream. Um, I was praying and asking God which country first. So I've been to 20, before Norway, I'd been to 20 countries. And so I prayed and I said, Lord, which one first, Norway, Nepal or Australia? And I've already been to Nepal twice. So I was like, okay, maybe again, I don't know. And I have a dream that I am in a pub or in like a restaurant in, in, um, at the time, I don't know what country I'm just inside the restaurant. It's a long table. There's like 12 ish of us at the table. And there's this older man at the table who's like maybe 50. And it's clear that he's like a pastor of some sorts. Like we really look up to him as this like man of respect. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, and I'm there and I look over and Meredith is sitting next to me in the dream and, Um, we're chatting and I get up and I walk outside and it's the landscape of Norway in front of my eyes and there's these painted um, these a-frame painted different color houses which is very Norwegian it's like very well known and I and I look out and I say wow my 21st country in my 21st year so I say isn't that amazing? I said in my dream, I said Norway is my 21st country in my 21st year. So God answered through a dream what country would be next. So about two weeks later, I see Meredith. We go and get coffee. This is the end of January now. And um, and I tell her of my dream and she's, she stops me and she freaks out. And she's like, Caitlin, I had a dream. I was in Norway. You were in it. We were sitting at a big table. She goes, you want to know who that man is? And I'm like, who? Like, I literally didn't recognize him. I've never met him before. And she says, that's Sadina's dad, the girl we're going to stay with. And he's a pastor. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm freaking out. I'm like, I can't wait to meet him to match their faces and know it's really him, right? And so that day, me and Lily was there as well, our friend. And we kind of all just sat at the coffee shop. We looked up flights and we just said, in Jesus' name, we're going to buy these tickets next Thursday. And, you know, it's what's cool is that faith is not a shot in the dark. It's not a hopeful, um, you know, plea. It's this, it's, it's the essence of things unseen. And so we said, we're going to do it because God's on our side. He's the dream maker. He literally gave us Norway in a dream and we're going to watch it become reality with him. And so... The next week, we bought our tickets. We found a $100 ticket from New York to Norway. 
Um, so we just had to figure out a way to get to New York and so wild like got to see friends in New York for a day and then head to Norway for two weeks we planned absolutely nothing but we did we kind of just say this like we planned nothing but did everything and we ended up doing the entire loop from flew to Bergen went all the way down the coast all the way back up and then across the country in two weeks we planned nothing and ended up going to every major city seeing some of like the wonders of this world right and um absolute just awe and we met the father exactly the guy from the dream dream, met him hit it off it was unreal um but all that to say is that we were like Norway was a dream literally like Norway was a dream with God that we believed for and we knew like he is the dream maker so why not like why not go with him to Norway why not trust him into those lands and whether that's like you're going to Iraq and ISIS territory, why not trust him? I mean, obviously we use wisdom and, and like our parents hear that and they think it's like the dumbest decision of our life. And God bless my parents for like not, you know, strapping me up at home to make sure I never go to another sketchy foreign country because I know that's the call on my life and they do as well. But, um, there's something that when we can go into the unknown, God gave me this phrase of like, I'm walking into the unknown fully known. Mm. So there's no fear there. Because where there's perfect love, there's no fear. Holy. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And so it's like, I can walk into the absolute unknown, but I am fully known, which is fully enough. You know? That's really good. <laughs> Throws up a thumbs up. Throws I wish you guys could see that. <laughs> Um, okay, closing statements, um, doesn't have to be a closing statement, just, like, closing thoughts. Right. To, because, of course, we're doing podcasts to, like, encourage people, and, um, I mean, we're, we're, we'll, we'll definitely have to make a part two for this specifically, because we didn't talk about everything. This will probably be, like, Caitlin Nick's four podcast series. (laughs) Um... How could you really quickly encourage people to start dream or like maybe speak into a little bit like the simplicity of like some people don't have you know like talents or whatever just like speak into like I'm like nothing like what can I give to God what can I even possibly right. do? stuff like that like yeah encourage some people in that hmm that's so good well ooh I'm excited Holy Spirit has things to say um. The reality is that every single person is made in the image of God. That is right there. I think if we look at a person and we look at their talents, we've already missed the whole the whole gifting on their life. That, yeah. Um, when we yeah, when we look at people for their giftings, we've missed the greatest gift there is, and that is the fact that they are made in the image of God, that they are a co heir of Christ with Christ, um, that they are the beloved of Christ. And once we look at that, once we look at the identity of who they are in Christ, then we can go from there. Then we can start to look at the resources God has placed around them and within them. And um, it, it definitely breaks my heart when I hear people say like, no, I'm not creative. They just slap it off. And that's simply because we grew up in a school system where the creative kids painted and the creative kids played music and the creative kids didn't usually do sports and the creative kids did video and all these things, but the reality is that if we're all created in the image of God, we are 
all able to tap into the creative aspects of God. And it's just, will we let him? Yeah. I think so often God is saying, will you let me? Will you let me? Like, will you let me love you and and be my beloved? And so um, within that, I've seen one of my best friends, Ashley, she's so insanely creative. When I first met her, she said, I'm not creative. I said, you're looking at creativity with closed mindset. That's why you can't see why you're creative. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the way you speak to people is creativity. Yeah. The way you have conversations with strangers, that is creativity. Mm. Like you're bringing in the heart of God into your everyday, using creativity in a way that our world's mindset is just too small to see. Mm. And so I would just encourage people who look at what they're doing and they look at creativity in this box or in this filing system of calligraphy, film, photo, Instagram influencer, all these things, right? That we're so used to. I'd say throw that out, like get rid of it. Start from the scratch. Say, who am I? Figure out your identity first, because when you know your identity and you know exactly who you are in Christ, you're then able to do any and all things through him. So whether that is a creative avenue of film or photo, or that's how you love people, Mm. you know? So I'd say, yeah, press in, lean in. It's all about knowing your identity. And from that place, you're able to literally dream in any capacity with God. Yeah, every single person's creative. Mm-hmm. Sports people takes a really creative mind and make those plays up on the spot, improvise. That is real. People yeah. Old grandpas who go to Home Depot to build their little thing. That's creative. Yes. Dog walkers. You creative, know, yeah. I just interact with those dogs. Roof, roof. You know Come what I'm on. Saying? That's creative. It's real. Yeah, that's that was really good. Dishwashers. <laughs> there's creativity within dishwashing. Seriously. And there's there's like a beauty of I'm like real. It's so crazy. Like I wish I was kidding, but I've had some of my greatest ideas while washing Dish- dishes. Oh my gosh, it goes off for thirty minutes. <laughs> About <laughs> dishwashing. Yeah, the art of dishwashing. No, seriously. I've ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That's a good encouraging word. I trust you so much. Girl. Girl. You're trying to be a pastor. You're trying to be a pastor. You're trying to be a pastor. Um, The next one, just because I'm going to. Let's start off with the story. Because I really want to hear about Narnia. Right. Right. Okay. Um, Yeah, that was Kayla next. She's going to be back. Literally two seconds. Click the next podcast because there's probably five up there by now. Dude, God's dreaming, God's moving, God's being super creative. Right. You're so loved. Thank you. Person. Amen. Oh my gosh, Everyone, who are you? You're being so loved, dude. I love Literally, this. we planned this podcast, <laughs> but I'm still getting blessed and blasted. Yeah. I hate saying blasted. Yeah. Uh, mm. It's fine. It's okay. So that's our first podcast. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for... Uh, what else did they do? Right. Press this play. is, I think, super exciting. Orange County is, God is hitting California with a tidal wave. And so we Orange are, like, partnering County. it with podcasts and bringing in people we know and love and trust who are amidst that revival. So yeah, there's so many exciting podcasts coming up talking about oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, business for the kingdom, holy yoga. What the heck? Encountering man? God through health. The power of believing and the effect it has on those around us. That's a good, good, that's a good one. Faith journeys with Jesus. Yeah, read some more. Like singer songwriting, performing with God, married life, walking in faith, worship in the day to day simplicities of life, the mundanes, um, stewarding revival in a small town. 
the prophetic without striving. Whoo! Yeah, those are some fire hot topics in yeah. Orange County. That's what's about to be coming up, so definitely don't miss it. Yeah, those are all Caitlin Nix's visions on people. Again, the creative we're speaking to right now. So that's really cool. And then we'll interview them. And they'll be uploaded. And you guys, yeah, I don't know who we're possibly talking about right now, but I just feel the spirit saying um, that God really is like, doesn't want anybody, not one person to be robbed of an opportunity to just be taken higher, you know? Like, right. We, the gospel is sharing with everyone and getting down to everyone's level. And so, right. yeah, we're making this podcast, yeah, to encourage and whatnot, but um, yeah, we take what God says to us seriously. And mm-hmm. um, that's Psalms 119. I forgot which verse. Um, but yeah, we love the revelation of God's word and we take what he says really seriously. That's the difference between us and the enemy. So we just feel the need to share. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love so, you, yeah. fam. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Click on the next podcast. <laughs>